welcome back to 12 Days of Podmas of Built Like This Podcast. I am your host, Maxine, and we're on Podmas episode 10. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Shout out to this background. I decided to play around a little bit, and here we have a festive on seasonal brand background image so if you are watching you know what i'm talking about if you're only listening make sure you check out the youtube video so you can see what i'm talking about okay now for this episode y'all we're gonna talk about this cult that I just finished watching the docu-series of, yes, another one. I know just a few episodes ago I talked about, what was it, The Garden, which, is it a cult? Is it a commune? That's up for debate. Again, if you've watched it, please let me know your commentary and comment on that video so that we could keep everything in order. I mean, whatever. If you comment on any video, I really appreciate it. But if you can... If you're able, just make sure you comment on that video. It's the one that's called The Garden. Um, And we'll engage in the comments. But my goodness, this cult that I'm going to talk about on this episode? (laughs) This is where I'm going to take it. I am so, I I actually feel creeped out. I feel creeped out because of the ending. The ending ended up with a mass suicide, the largest mass suicide on U.S. soil by a cult, okay, by a cult. 39 people ended their lives because of the ramifications of their doctrine, of their cult doctrine, And this, okay, so this docu-series that I'm referencing is called Heaven's Gate, The Cult of Cults. That's literally the title, The Cult of Cults, Heaven's Gate, Heaven's Gate, The Cult of Cults. So already I was like, is that (laughs) what? And I think I've heard of this case years ago, but... I just never, I, I didn't know about this docu-series until now. Um, and it actually came out in 2020, which is an, which was an opportune, opportune time to get into different shows and documentaries considering the pandemic of it all. But my goodness, who. I think because of the ending, even while watching it, I was just so creeped out because of how they looked. How do I start with this? Um, Anyway, so I watched it on, it's on HBO Max. So check that out if you are interested. Uh, How do I, it's really creepy. Like, I can't even, I don't know what to say. Um, Okay, so basically, you have these two people. They go by the name of T and Doe. Yes, you heard correctly. T and Doe. And their name is inspired by the movie Sound of Music. Remember that movie? The hills are high with the sound of music. Shout out to Mary Poppins. Uh, but Julie, Julie Andrews. Is it Julia or Julia? And um, I love that movie too. Don't get me wrong, but that movie did not mean for this cult to come about. Okay, (laughs) 
anyway, the one of the songs in that in that movie, they sing the song "Doe a deer, a female deer." And so the word doe kept repeating in that song as well as the word T. So boom, that is how doe and T came about. Doe is the name of the man who is now the focal point of the cult because he lived longer than the woman. The woman died of natural causes. She had eye cancer um but she was actually the one who started the cult and recruited the man along with her doe okay cool so there it's still hard to understand you know with some of these cults though like what are y'all believing again like it's really hard for me to understand but I, I want to give everything just a fair description because, again, like, who am I to judge your belief system? But I don't know. It's really, it's a, it's a tricky line to, to fall on because the fact that they ended their lives makes me feel or will make anyone feel justified in thinking, no, I have every right to judge this cult. They're a bunch of idiots. What the heck? Why would you condone this? Yada, yada, yada. But from what I can gather, their belief system is based on UFOs. And at this time when this cult came about, it was during the 70s and it lasted for 20, 20 something years until they all decided to end their lives in 97. And let me sorry. Let me just put that down. Um, so yeah, the cult lasted for that long um, until the demise, and their focal belief was on UFOs and just the extraterrestrial wonders of it all. Um, wondering whether their life, like just life beyond a human form. They felt unfulfilled in their human experience, in their flesh and bones, despite the family that they may have, despite the children that they've made created, despite the jobs or the careers they have, they still felt like there was more to life and that they are more than what they're in. So... They bonded over their fascination over uh, UFOs and all of that. And the what they call it is the, the next level. The next level is basically beyond the human experience is a life that is with the aliens, a life that is in heaven, which is why they all are so they are also called Heaven's Gate. Their cult is called Heaven's Gate because they believe that through their doctrine, they can enter Heaven's Gate. And that is what they believe is a better option than life here on earth. Now, how the docu-series is shown to us, we get the context of 
the strife and turmoil that was going on just in any generation, right? Like there's always some political strife that's going on in America, regardless of what um, decade you're in, there's something that the Vietnam war, the, uh, some race relation situation, there's always something going on that would make you feel like, Oh, this is so stressful. What's going on in this world. And it was actually during a time when the talk of UFOs and stuff like that was becoming more prevalent. And people had questions. People had wonders. This was before internet um, really was accessible to everyone. And the few people who did have internet like wasn't really on it like that. It was just not much of a community that you could find in your home via the internet like that, right? So you really bonded over in-person meetings with people who have these interests and wonders like you about UFOs and things that are not natural. So their ultimate goal is to become genderless, right? In doing so, they they believe in not fully being of a female or male gender and they all adopted a particular look both men and women had the same haircut which was like a low cut like a mushroom type of low cut and it was just a uniform that they all wore they all wore like long shirts like a flannel type of attire and they were celibate. They were celibate. They did not believe in acting on their human desires. At some point, it was actually in episode three. This is a four-part series. In episode three, they talked about castrating for the men to castrate their bodies, their genitals, so that they could really truly leave behind their human desires and not be tempted to act on them. So that means like no sex, no masturbation, none of that, because their goal, their mindset was to completely become the next level that they believe that they are. So it came to a point where one of the members of the cult actually got his castrated. Like, no, I'm dead ass, y'all. And one of the people from the cult, she actually is a nurse. So she was in charge of castrating him, and she did just that. Literally at that moment, the leader of the cult realized, oh, this is bad. This is not what I wanted. We, we've gone too far. And so they didn't want to go to the police because they felt like this was this would lead to them getting charged and something, you know, some type of criminal charge will be ensued. They ended up calling a priest and told him, what should we do? And the priest is like, this ain't got shit to do with me. Bye. (laughs) Literally, the priest was of no help. And he said, I am not the one. (laughs) You better call God directly (laughs) or ET phone home if you don't believe in God. Literally, the priest was not trying to help. 
So they ended up finally bringing the guy to the hospital and getting him treated. And they actually did not save the membrane. They ended up throwing it over the bridge into the water. Like, I, I can't, I can't make this up, y'all. It's really kind of, it's very trippy. It's very trippy. Um, so 20 years go by. They're following this doctrine. They all live in the same house in this big mansion in San Diego. And they, of course, detach themselves from their loved ones because, you know, when you're in a cult, you can't be in community in close relationships with your friends and family who are not of the cult because they would now uh, try to convince you what you're doing is crazy, right? You need to be around like-minded people and follow suit. So of course they detach from their family, no contact, no scene, none of that. But come to find out, as the members of the cult was following this doctrine, one of the leaders, so remember I told you it was T and Doe? T is the female leader, Doe is the man. T has a child, a daughter, who is probably in her teenage years at this time and was just growing and growing. Doe, T has detached from her daughter physically, like she did not meet up with her, none of that. She kept writing to her daughter, kept giving her advice, was definitely active in her life in that way through letters via postal office. While she's doing this is actually very contradictory because you're telling your cult members to completely not have contact with your family, yet you're having contact with your with your daughter. So they find out until very later after the mass suicide, after all of that. And it's actually very disturbing because in the letters that T leaves or that T writes to her daughter, she tells her conform to society, make sure you go to college, make sure you get a job, make sure you are, you know, just living a regular life. And what, after further analysis, they believe that she's doing that to basically tell her daughter, don't do what I did. Don't get caught up in this mess that I'm in. And I wish I could get out, but I've already created this community and I feel kind of trapped to be with them. And though T did not die from mass suicide, like the rest of her cult did, T died from natural causes she still obviously was a pivotal part in this cult being what it was so her effect still lasted and after her death the cult still continued um they actually reverenced her post-mortem calling her an older member basically they believe that she was the incarnate word of god and that she would give messages to Doe, who was still living and with them. Y'all, it's, I know it may be hard to follow what I'm saying, but I hope you're catching along. But it's also trippy because when you think about people who are victims to cult, right? I think we naturally, even myself, because, you know, just recently I'm I'm realizing that I probably was in a cult, not even probably, I think I was in a cult growing up 
um, in a strict religious household upbringing, um, just the things that I witnessed and saw were not okay, yet was excused and um, pacified under the name of religion, under the name of Christ. So I think that is a cult. I think that is a cultish way of community. So I think oftentimes when we think of cults and, oh, who's stupid enough to do that, yada, 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 oftentimes it's regular people, people who are intelligent, people who have PhDs, people who are engineers, people who are smart, book smart, maybe live life and, you know, like street smarts, maybe not enough street smart, maybe not. But I think ultimately these people are not booba the fool. Like it's not always this case of, oh, you got someone who was who like totally uh, oblivious to anything. No, no, no. These people bonded and came together because of their interests and their wonders of another world, of another life. And I think ultimately it's because I think oftentimes when people get into these cults, they're unfulfilled in their lives. They're unfulfilled in their lives. They feel like there's nothing available for them in their already present life. You know, maybe they're going through a divorce. Maybe they're having unfulfilled relationship after unfulfilled relationship. Maybe they don't have a great relationship with their children. Maybe their jobs are always dead ends. Like, I think there's something unfulfilling in your present life that may lead you into a cult-like environment because ultimately you, you're looking for community. You're looking for people who, who want and need the same things as you and you guys bond over that. Um, anyway, so they get to the point in this, uh, it's just so sad. It's, and I'm, I'm, I'm having a hard time discussing it because I really find it to be so disturbing. It's disturbing, but then it really makes you wonder, I don't want to say what if they're right. I don't want to say that, but I think, you know, we all have our beliefs, right? You know, those who believe in the Christian faith, we believe in Jesus and him um, still being alive, right? Him defeating death, coming back to life. Shout out to Easter. You know, like we believe that because it's just been something that has been indoctrinated in us. And maybe some people don't believe that anymore. Or some people never believe that. Who knows? But a lot of people believe in things that just objectively sound off, right? It sounds weird. Like, what do you mean you raise someone from the dead? What do you mean you're walking on water? Like, what? So I, I bring that up to say we may have these, like, um, these strong beliefs and think that we're right when we don't know, right? We don't know. Um with them, with this cult in particular, they really believe. And they said, I know and feel that I'm doing the right thing. Like they really believe that. So then I, 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 I beg the question, like, who are, who are we to judge? Who are we to say? No, that's just crazy. No, that's just, I'm just, I'm sorry. It's crazy when it leads, but here's the thing. So when they say, they're going to end their lives. And that's what they did. 
they actually don't use the word suicide or ending my life. They actually use the word exit because they see their bodies as a vehicle. And so in order for them to get to the next level, they have to exit this vehicle to ascend. That's I'm just repeating and trying my best to reiterate what they're saying. So there and literally the images of them laid in their respective spaces in that mansion from what I saw in the in the document a docu series is literally rolling through my mind right now. So I'm just so freaked out. But ultimately it wasn't suicide to them. It was them getting to the next level because they desired and longed for a life beyond this life. So whatever was creating a deep sense of sadness for them, I think that's what makes me sad. You know, that's what makes me feel so sorry for them because dang, you know, what, what could have been so unfulfilling in your present life that led you to fall into this cult, be committed to it, stay true to their doctrines, and complete the final step for it? And, you know, I think with cults, oftentimes it's like, oh, well, you go through trauma you know, you were sexually abused, you, you know, all these things. None of that was said about any of the members. I'm sure statistically, some of them were victims or survivors of sexual assault, but that wasn't the focus point in any of the episodes. What I did find interesting was the leader of the cult, Doe, Doe, right? I always forget. Doe is a man one. He actually is a homosexual, but he never got the opportunity considering the times that he was in, he never had the opportunity to fully embrace that and be that publicly. He never had the opportunity to be in a homosexual relationship and really own his own homosexuality. There was rumors of him because prior to him getting involved in this, he was an opera singer. He was very talented, wanted to do, uh, this I think he did an opera show and he was in the process of doing a bigger show, but they said he had a psychotic break. And during his psychotic break, he got sent to a mental institute and that's when he met the fellow, the actual cult leader, T. And T and Doe uh, create, cultivated this strong relationship, a platonic one, And, um, it led down to this road, but anyway, as he was in the opera and singing and rehearsing, I think he was actually, no, no, no. Even prior to that, he was a teacher. He was a professor teaching opera, teaching music at a school, at a university. And it was rumored that he was having a homosexual affair or relationship with his, with one, with one of his graduate students with one of his male graduate students. So I bring that up to say, I think, I wonder, I wonder had he had the permission 
to be his whole homosexual self, would this cult even come about? You know what I mean? I think oftentimes when we suppress our desires, our natural human desires so much, it can lead to dangerous outcomes. It really can. So that's that's just a wonder I have because he never, you know, just think about the fact that he and T, no, he and Doe, no, he's Doe. He and T, um, they created one of the rules to be, you know, make sure you are completely not succumbing to your human desires. So don't have sex, be celibate. Um, don't even masturbate. Don't do any of that. So like completely become this alien, become this robot, depart from your body, from your human body and depart from your human desires. You know, maybe that was his way of saying that he couldn't really express his human desires. So why not create this whole doctrine about that? (laughs) You know, like I can't express myself comfortably. I can't, I can't really be who I want or who I, who I am. So let me create this whole new reality so that I can focus on that and not truly be who I am. And the reason why I say that is his father was this Presbyterian pastor. So just imagine, right? It's incredibly difficult, especially during that time, for him to truly be who he was. (laughs) It's really sad. It's really sad. But anyway, I think, okay, so yeah. So their, their exit, them leaving their vehicle of the body, is their next step to ascending to heaven's to heaven's gate. Uh what's interesting is when they all passed they all so they all lay down they all died by asphyxiation so they all had this uh plastic bag around their heads I think they took a pill also and they just fell asleep. The coroner described it as a peaceful death. Like it was a peaceful departure. Um, so I guess, you know, at least that, right? At least it was peaceful, but it's just so sad, man. So anyway, they they all wore the same things. They wore this Nike black sneaker, sneakers, a pair of Nike black sneakers. And they had $5.75 in their pockets. The guy said most of them did. I don't know why not all of them, but most of them did. And that actually is a reference to a Mark Twain story because there's a Mark Twain story of the a way to get into heaven is by getting on a comet. And the cost to that is $5.75. Y'all, I can't make this up. I want to see if I can find the information about that real quick um, and read that to you guys. But it's so freaky. Oh, I didn't want to look at this anymore. 
Uh, let me see if I can find something else. Yeah, Hallie's Comet. Something like that. Uh, let's see. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mark Twain was born on November 30th. Yeah, yeah, two weeks after the peripheral Hallie's Comet. I came in with Hallie's Comet. Comet. Mark Twain commented. Anyway, I can't find it. But in the documentary, he talks about how this is a reference to what Mark Twain said in that book or in a story and how there's a cost. <laughs> it's just wild, right? Like who knows? And look, I think about like, we don't like, no one has the answers really. Like, you know, a lot of religions believe they have the final answer to what happens in the afterlife, right? Like exactly what does that look like? Um, But no oh, so sorry. Um, but as I was saying, no one knows for real what happened. So it just it becomes it just it's a wonder. A wonder, it's an awe, it's a wonder. I wanna say who like what if they land? You know, what if they are at heaven's gate what if they really made no i don't know i just think it's so i think it's sad i still think it's sad um i think it's sad when in the life in the version of life that we have at least right let me just say that because i do believe that there are unexplainable things that occur and different realm absolutely absolutely but I just think it's dangerous when you create a cult and your end goal is to have a mass suicide with the belief of getting to heaven's gates because ultimately you don't know. And that is a very, like, you can't come back from that. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can't come back from that. I feel like at the very least, die of natural circumstances, but don't dictate that. But who knows? Who knows if they actually, like, maybe they landed, maybe the comet landed and that $5.75 got them to where they wanted to go, got them to heaven. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, but it's so freaky, you guys. I, I feel sorry. I feel sorry for, and I think about the children, you know, like many of the people there were parents. One of them actually her daughter was one of the people interviewed for the docu-series and she's talking about how her parents, they actually left the cult three times, got back, came back, got back, came back. And ultimately her mother stayed with the cult up until that very point. And she was one of the participants of the demise of the exit. The father, I think he got out well, he obviously did. He got out before they all did the mass exit, yet he actually took his life shortly thereafter, like literally a few weeks later, because there were so many, not so many, but there, there, there were a lot of people who were 
um, who got out, who were former members and got out and talked about their experience because they were featured on the on the video in the docu series, and they got out, and um, they were trying to kind of explain themselves. And they still believed in it. They they said like, oh, I, I want to make it too. I still want to go. Like, and some of them actually ended up killing themselves afterwards. Like, shortly thereafter, after they heard the news. It, I'm still processing, you guys. So excuse me if I'm not explaining it well. I hope I am, but it's just it's a lot, and it's sad. It's really sad. I'm gonna go on this YouTube spiral real quick just to kind of understand more because a lot of these former members still believe in the doctrine still believe in it and despite them being a former member you know what i mean like they left for whatever reason why they left and they still believe in it they still feel like like none of them really came out and said I can't believe I did that. I'm so I'm so embarrassed. I'm so ashamed. like none of them completely switched. It's like they still stayed on code. Y'all, anyway, I'm going to end it here. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will check in with you guys tomorrow. Goodbye.